Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. morning, friends. You're tuned into episode 110 of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. My name's Cam Koenig. With me, as always, is my boy, Thomas Egan. Thomas, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm really tired. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I just got back from seeing some friends in Minnesota, uh, and we did an extra live stream for 24 hours, and I was not awake for the whole thing of it, but... Man, that takes a lot out of you. Um, it was a lot of fun. We raised like $1,100, which was awesome. Nice. Um, but I'm fucking exhausted. No <laughs> my, my plane got in last night at like 1 a.m. I got home last night at 1 a.m. And went to work today. And ugh, yeah. That's a lot. Happy Monday. It's something. Uh, but yeah. yeah. When you do that. Yeah. When your Sunday looks like that. Yeah. Like my entire Sunday was like. So Sunday. uh a friend of ours was like, hey, let's all go do these things before I drop you off at the airport. Because, like, the stream was Saturday. And we started at, like, 2 a.m., which was exhausting. Um, but the stream, like, on Sunday, we, like, went around and visited a whole bunch of things and hung out with a couple of people. But I just had, like, no energy left. And it was, like, 20 degrees in Minnesota. I'm like, God, get me the hell out of here. I ended up, like, going to the airport, like, three hours early and just, like, sat and played Pokemon and just waited for my flight. I mean, is that so bad? It was kind of great, actually. Dude, but nothing uh, against the people I was hanging out with, but I was just so exhausted. No, dude, that's good stuff. Uh, we so my girlfriend and I got into Stardew Valley recently. Mm-hmm. Well, she just went uh, across the country for a family thing, mm-hmm. and uh, she was very much excited to get in some Stardew days, uh, both at the airport and on the plane. Um, and it cracks me up as soon as she got home uh, yesterday mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. She immediately was like. So I'm on the last day of fall. <laughs> I'm like, you're all what already, man. I I'm on the last day of spring. I'm literally on the last day of spring. Anyway, that game, that game is a fun game to play, but, uh, mm-hmm. she was so excited to play it on the plane again. Yeah. Um, I will say recently I thought I'd lost my Nintendo switch. I knew it would turn up. It did. Where was it? Just out of curiosity in my girlfriend's glove box, right where I left it. Great. Yep. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will say, like for her, she was almost looking forward to the wait because she was like, I know that I don't have to worry about anything and I can just focus on this game until I have to 
Yeah, you no, know, I, I can completely relate to that. Like, we're, we're going to get to Pokemon in the second half of the show because it's basically just going to be setting me loose and I'm just going to go. Yeah, baby. Uh, but yeah, like the fact that I could just like show up to the airport three hours early and even on my flight, just sit there and play fucking Pokemon was awesome. And like this, Pretty it cool. felt like, all right, this is all you can do right now. So just do it. You know, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, it's there's like a, even though traveling can be hectic and like you're doing a thing, like you're engaged even when you're not physically moving in the act of traveling, mm-hmm. right? So it's a whole thing. But it's nice because since you have direction, you ha- like like you said, you only have one thing to worry about on your plate. You're like, nothing matters right now except I'm waiting for them to let me board my plane. Otherwise, yeah, like nothing else really matters right I, now. I just sat around, waited, uh, and I, I ended up having like an hour and a half layover in Chicago, which just got dinner and it was fine. And I played Pokemon there too, which was great. <laughs> right. Um, but like my flight home was even better because... It was like an 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. Uh, flight from Chicago to Kansas City on a Sunday night. And so there were I bet, I bet that 95 was a- open seats on the plane. So basically every single person got a row to themselves. I just like kicked back. It was fucking great. That's pretty sweet. Oh, it was good. I'm uh, so tired. That's great. Well, there, there's such a, well, besides you being tired, because that's pretty late. That's, oh uh, boy. There, there, it's like, it's nice that there's this freedom to doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you were flying, you were literally flying solo. Yeah. Um, which adds an extra layer of like, I can do exactly what I want yeah. and I don't even have to keep up with the player too. You know, totally. I don't have to worry about when somebody has to eat or pee or do anything right. or even check yeah. their luggage. It was kind of great. Yeah. Uh, it's cool stuff. I, I remember getting the switch, uh, a little bit after this time, uh, last year, it's for Christmas break and man, I just can't, I can't say enough how great of a traveling companion that is. Um, so yeah, I, I like this time of year for that. It, I, I've mentioned in past shows that I have my backlog that I want to knock out, which mostly right now includes God of War. Game is amazing. God, the more I put into it, the more I'm just like, man, this is just quality. It's really good. Top to bottom. It's really good. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really going to try to, to really knock some of that out because I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to maybe platinum it. So I've got, a, and I'm on the hardest it's, difficulty. It's, it's really not a hard platinum, uh, with the exception of a couple of extra things that you have to do. It, it's more time consuming than anything. Well, I think, I think I'm going to do that. I've been working on Celeste because I want to get to the, uh, new stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think I have like two more B-sides, three more B-sides. Uh, but yeah, I've been knocking it out piece by piece. I finally hit my first puzzle where I actually don't know what to do. Um, oh, nice. so I'm sitting on it. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, and I hope I solve it, but I've really been enjoying that. Just popping into that instead of Splunky and, uh, you know, just grinding a few games or, you know, a few, few levels, really satisfying, uh, and then setting it back down again. Um, yeah, played a lot of video games this past weekend. So also same, also same. Uh, so cool. So what else? Uh, so what have I actually played? Let's, let's talk about the main thing I want to play in a second. Okay. Uh, first, and I'm going to set my timer right now. Okay. I'm going to talk about. Apex Legends. Okay, do you want me to set the timer? We or? can both do it. Okay, give me one second here. Um, I know this makes for great radio. Uh, hey, I don't timer. care. Two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. I because... about put two hours, and no, <laughs> we're not doing that again. I imagine you'd press the start button, and it would just cut out, and you'd be like, yeah, Thomas actually spoke for two hours, so we, this is the first episode that we've edited. All right. Uh, um, two minutes two starting minutes. now. All right. Uh, so I've been playing to Apex Legends. Okay, tell me about uh, it. Dude, I hit uh, Platinum this past weekend mm-hmm. which is exciting i i was steadily growing uh up up the tier the way the uh the rank stuff works is you'll never get demoted pa- like 
if you're in platinum, I'll never go back down to gold this season. Um, you can go platinum four, three, two, one, you know, climb, and you can fall back down there, but you can't, I can't knock That's back down nice. to gold. It is nice because I really, it was hard work to get up to where I'm at. Uh, and I was looking forward to actually goofing around a little more because I was like, oh, I'm at the bottom of the food chain here. Now I can go back to like being relaxed about it. But it's so much fun. Like yeah. the higher I climb, the better the matches are where like now I feel like I have a good challenge. I feel like the people around me are my level. I still have plenty of room to grow. But now because I'm playing against better people, I feel like I'm really improving. And the the games, you know, ranked in that game is so much more interesting because uh, people are trying to stay alive a lot more instead of just get kills. So it just makes for these cool sequences of like guerrilla warfare where in the that's pretty in the normal game you're just like look a team let's get them and if you die who cares yeah boot it back up but in this it matters so uh, you know there'll be times where you're you're like dodging you're going between teams you've got team on the left and the right and above you and you're just fi- trying to you know get to the other side with your whole team intact mm-hmm. but uh, I played a a game that i that i clipped so the clip on playstation is 15 minutes right mm-hmm. i didn't even edit this one because i started it up and the beginning of the the clip says uh oh eight squads left and i was like oh this must be one where i die and then the next game is where the cool thing happens at the end of the 15 minutes right wrong <laughs> dude it was 15 minutes starting from that point mm-hmm. and we already had like over we had like 12 squad kills which is a lot that's a lot and yeah. so that's where the the thing started uh, it, it's Monday today. All right. It's Monday and I'm going to post that unedited video tomorrow on Tuesday in the Facebook group. Yeah. Maybe I'll put it on Twitter. Who knows? But, uh, uh, it was cool. I don't expect hardly anybody to watch the whole thing, but the ending is so cool, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make you, you watch it yeah. one way or another. I, I will watch that at some point for sure. Uh, I don't know if it'll be tonight cause I really need oh, to get no, some no, sleep. Don't watch it tonight, but, uh, if you like throw it in our Facebook group, I'll probably check it out. I will. I've really been having a good time in that. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That yeah. is, that is cool. I, there, I, I played Fortnite with a few people recently, actually. Uh, and obviously like the season two changes didn't really affect me too much just because I didn't really play a whole lot of season one. I played for like a month or not season one chapter one. Excuse ah, me. Yes. Um, that's like season six or eight or fucking I don't remember. But uh, yeah, that game's good. And I really like playing it. It's a really I I, I uh, for the first time in a while, like before I left on this trip, uh, I was like, man, I really want to play Destiny. But like Fortnite's pretty fucking fun. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. probably just going to reserve that for more of just a social thing. But now that means that I am juggling four or five fucking video games, which is a bad thing. It's a bad thing. So I think what happened to me is at the same time, I tried to pick up WoW Classic, which I did, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I'm pretty much done with it now. I made a bunch of money and really enjoyed making that money. Um, I would say that that's maybe my favorite part of the game. But I did that. Mm-hmm. Gave all my money away. I actually need to cancel my sub. But I picked that game up. At the same time, I kind of tried to pick up Destiny, sort of. Yeah, you tried. I tried, and I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'm willing to to play that over sure. some of the other yeah, titles totally I'm already excited that. about. Yeah. And because both of those were like kind of a flash in the pan in a way that I didn't expect, I expected to stick with one of them and still be playing it now. Well, since that happened, it created this vacuum where I'm just like, well, I could just play whatever I what, want. What do I play? Right. So I have, I did pick up God of War again and yeah. I jumped back into the, you know, Celeste and, and Spunky and a bunch of these. Uh, 
I like it. It's not what I expected to happen. Yeah, that, that is kind I of nice. Don't, I'm, don't I'm, I'm very much right now a slave to the service <laughs> game and, well, they also not services. service games, but Destiny 2 is real good, but I absolutely understand people falling off of it. It it stuck for me, but I can fully understand why it's not sticking for a lot of other people because it is an MMO and MMOs are, I don't want to say niche, but they're not for everybody kind of by design. I know we already talked about it, but definitely the onboarding process for a new player. It's bad. It left a lot to I'll be say it, It's bad. It's very yeah. not good. It's <laughs> it not good not at good. all. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to see that change maybe in like the next season or two, but who knows? Yeah, I was, that's obviously I don't know like what they can and can't do. I'm not a developer at Bungie. Like obviously they're doing their best, you know? Yeah, you do what you can. Yeah, totally. Uh, what else? Okay, so the other thing, the thing I've for real been playing yeah. that's new. Yeah is uh the auto chess version of uh hearthstone yes tell me about that because i actually have never played an auto chess or auto battler game and i don't actually know how they work okay so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what it's not okay what it's not is hearthstone so okay yeah, what, interesting what you do is you boot up hearthstone mm-hmm. and you can pick your different modes usually it's like you know multiplayer like play mm-hmm. single player uh tavern brawl if it's out which is a goofy game mode yeah and then arena where whatever you the arena you can play you don't you don't have to own any cards to be able to play that i really like arena it's cool and you can win big rewards if you're good yeah. so that's very much like the the most skill rewarded yeah. part of the game so you don't just have to pay for everything uh they added a new mode that also doesn't require you to own cards called battlegrounds mm-hmm. and in battlegrounds uh you it has a decent enough tutorial. There was only one big question that I had to ask the internet uh, to answer. So I, I think they'll make it a little smoother on boarding. But what it is, is an auto chess game. Mm-hmm. And the only auto chess game that I've played is the game that's actually called Auto Chess. Yes. Made the by... The Dota one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I talked about this on this podcast some time ago. I, I played it a lot for like a week or two. And uh, basically, to to oversimplify it, you over time get money use money to buy units use money to upgrade the maximum strength of the units you can choose from so Mm. over time you get money and you can say hey i want to access tier the next tier you know tier two three four five six of minions to choose from and it'll roll a roll dice and it'll give you random ones right uh so sometimes you know if you have a lineup of minions, some of them still might be the weakest ones, but some of them might be the strongest ones. Well, the gimmick in any auto chess game, and so other auto chess games include Underlords, which is the Dota one. So you said that you like get like a random roll of like a group of minions that you can pick from kind of like sort of like if I'm putting it in Hearthstone terms, so I understand kind of like you're drafting the cards in Arena. Is that similar? Uh, it's not totally dissimilar. You have okay. you have when when the game starts, you can pick from three really wimpy minions, mm-hmm. and uh, every it's I, I don't really want to get too into the nitty gritty with how you buy them because it's a little confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I can explain. I probably it just well need enough. to download one of these and try them. Well, at no, some no, point. there but there's plenty I can tell you though. Okay, so uh, what what you do is you spend money on minions, and if you get three of the same minion they upgrade okay so they upgrade and in this game in battlegrounds hearthstone hearthstone battlegrounds you upgrade your minion and it goes back into your hand as the upgraded form 
And this time when you play it onto the field, which I'll tell you about in a second, uh, it gives you a special card that says, hey, discover, which is what you do in arena. You yeah. constantly are discovering. Yeah. You're looking at here are three choices. Pick one. Mm-hmm. It says uh, discover a minion from the next tier up from whatever you're at right now. That's really good. That is pretty good. Uh, because yeah. it's technically free, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you had to buy minions to, to get it. Uh, so the, the difficulty there is that since the minions that show up for you to buy are random, you can't, you're gambling. Like, you can't be sure that you're going to see more of of whatever minion you need. And also, there's, to some extent, a shared pool of minions. So if everyone else is buying murlocs, you're not, there aren't going to be any murlocs for you, or beasts, or mechs, or any right, other card right. types, right? So uh, if everybody tries to pick the same stuff, you lose for it. So what this means is you buy these minions. They do a bunch of stuff that can get kind of complicated. Uh, but they're, the minions in this mode are the same minions from Hearthstone, just the normal card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's t- technically no mana in this. There are no spells in this. You only put these minions on the field. Okay, so you lay them out. And like a chessboard, you want to pick where each one goes on your side of the board. So you can have maximum of seven minions, which is what normal Hearthstone is. Right. So you put them on the field, and your guys will attack from left to right. So like your leftmost minion will attack first. It'll pick a random target on the other side of the board, and it'll hit them. And then the other person will do that, and then you do that back and forth. Um, And you basically put them down strategically so that uh, you want them to attack in a certain order. You want to hopefully have them like die in a certain order because like you might have one that's like, hey, when this thing dies, everything else gets much right, stronger. Yeah. So hmm. you want that thing to die first. So you that's, put it up. That's first. really interesting. So it's like way more kind of position focused, which is something that from at least from my experience, like regular Hearthstone, like obviously positioning is important to an extent. But this is all position. This is all the positioning. Whole, the whole right, game. Right. That's I, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it's fast. It. um what I like about it is even though it'll take about the same amount of time as a normal game of Hearthstone, it's much more engaging. Like the clock between rounds is constantly going in a way uh, where you, you there's excitement at the end of every minute or whatever, how, however long those turns take. Um, it's just interesting to see all that stuff play out. I'm still really new to the genre, so... I have a lot to learn for sure, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I'm starting to get it, especially being in one of the big Hearthstone groups on Facebook where people are asking all sorts of questions so I can kind of pick people's brains. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's free. Um, there's a little, there's some stuff. It wants you to pre-order the upcoming expansion for December. Mm. And if you pre-order that, you can, like at the start of your game, you pick a hero and all the heroes have different powers and they're a bunch of heroes. Um, and they're they're all they're all way different. They're weird. Like you're not playing the normal heroes you play in Hearthstone. Interesting. So they just like, different. have different heroes now, or uh, they're it basically took cards from the game and made them a hero. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so like the beast one is King Mukla, which is okay. Uh, gotcha. The first legendary minion that was or the beast or whatever this part right. of the game. So his thing is like every time you purchase a beast, add a banana to your hand, which allows okay. you all right to slightly buff. plus one plus one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and then there are a ton of those. Um, I, I don't really want to explain them cause I feel like I'll really get into the weeds there, Sure, but they're very different. And I've tried to pick the same ones multiple times to experiment with them. Uh, so the point is at the beginning of the match, you can pick between two heroes, mm-hmm. but if you 
pre-purchase, if you pre-order the expansion, it allows you to pick between three heroes, which seems much better. And the issue is I have... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In game gold, right? Mm-hmm. I have in-game currency that when the expansion pack comes out, I can buy packs. That's what I always do. I save up for the next expansion. So I'm saving up, but I am I know I'm going to spend the money on those packs. I wish it would let me use my gold to pre-purchase the packs so I can get that bonus for... Yeah, that, is, that does kind of suck. I, I always yeah. kind of hated that. that yeah, it was like, man, it, it's like... I understand why they do to, it like business-wise, and especially being, like, being a free-to-play game like, you're, like man, you're gonna put that front and center for sure but it'd be yeah. kind of nice to be like hey you know cool I, like i want to pre-order the thing like even if it meant i wasn't able to use those packs for a month right you should still like, i want to have the option of you should still like reward you know, players for investing that much time yeah. into the game because like if you're pre-ordering and even if it's just like 50 packs that's a lot of fucking coins because a coin is like 100 packs yeah so it, i have 2500 yeah. which is a lot to me yeah um, I pretty much never spend it till the expansions come out. Mm. Uh, yeah, really wish they would let me spend yeah, my in-game currency. You know, Apex has the same thing. I have a ton of the red in-game currency, whatever it's called, legend mm. tokens or yeah. something. I have a million of those, but the game won't let me spend it unless I spend real money first. Then it will let me use my red money to buy a unique what, uh, thing. Do you know what game does let you Stupid. spend the in-game currency on whatever cool seasonal things happening? Mm, what's Destiny that? Destiny Two. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, they just wrapped up like their big Halloween event, which was fucking cool. It was great. I would like straight up give them ten dollars to keep like how the tower looked right now. Oh, I say right now. It's by the time this goes out, the event's over. But uh, it's like real spooky and like very colorful. There's like some cool like almost super cheesy Halloween haunted music in the tower. Like everything is, it's so cool and good and like weird and cozy. And I would straight up give Bungie $10 if I could just keep that aesthetic for the tower around. Just luck to my instance too. I would pay $10 to have some of the tavern brawls that have been on Hearthstone stick around forever. Yeah. Some of those, that'd be great. Some of those, I bet I would pay $30 straight up just for some of the, like for if I, if there's one game mode I loved enough. Wow. There's some in there that are like more fun than the normal game. When they come uh, up, yeah, I can, it's just I can like, see that. Oh, I just shit. don't. I don't know if I would go to thirty. Well, I would because pre-purchasing the next expansion costs like it's it's you can either it's pay like sixty dollars yeah. or eighty dollars for yeah, like the that's, bonus. That's true. Yeah, so, you're right. You know, and Overwatch, I spent a bunch of money. Even Apex, I probably I think I spent actually twenty dollars. But when you play through the battle pass, you unlock more currency. I right. think it's enough right. to buy yeah. the next battle pass. So as long as you play enough, you don't actually really sure. see anything. But, uh, you know, I'd throw money at that stuff. I spend money on Overwatch, blah, blah, blah. So I would totally pay money for 
uh, some of the tavern brawls to be permanent in Hearthstone. I would also, I'd probably pay, I'd probably pay five or ten bucks to have the Halloween event from Apex be permanent. Where yeah. it's like the zombies. I know mode. a lot of people who'd be like, I want solos forever. Give me solos, which is cool. Yeah, there's lots of cool stuff about that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that those are all like service games, but once that service is they're like oh and it's gone as if it's some limited edition that goes in a vault it's like yeah. wait a minute you guys took this <laughs> what away the fuck? you took this away from me you can't give me something <laughs> like that and then expect me to be happy when you right, take it away right right yeah uh, but uh, yeah i mean it's a testament to ha- some of the cool game modes uh that are out there but i kind of wish you'd stick around the rotating yeah, totally stuff understand that. is bad for the same reason it's totally good, understand you know? that but, um also real quick brag on myself i did uh hit 100 level 100 on my season pass for uh destiny 2 so i've completed the battle pass nice because i've played a lot of that game uh how long does the season go the uh, i think season? december well, it's like uh, there's another month or so it's i think it three every, months it's like 75 days or something like that yeah i think the apex one is like 90 days yeah something, something like, like that. that it's it's like two and a half months or whatever i i don't think we know anything about the next one or if we do it's been like leaked or something but i haven't looked into mm-hmm. it but oh uh I'll, st- I'll sure as shit still be playing it that's for sure i i intentionally didn't look up details so i'm kind of being like a clickbait uh audio <laughs> headline right now but uh i think as Eurogamer reported that there was a big uh data mine leak of battle royale stuff in call of duty in the new modern warfare yeah that that checks out i i would be honestly kind of surprised if they didn't do that again because people really liked blackout i it doesn't surprise me at all uh honestly i just i think i just expected that that was a thing already so yeah, when they were it, like it is not details i'm like yeah. oh i thought yeah <laughs> i just right. assumed there's gonna be well, a battle think, royale uh actually hmm, i don't remember did black ops 4 launch with blackout i don't think it did no it did not okay so this is i guess kind of par for the course um, well, and they, they also probably want people to like play the story that they made and stuff like that and also it could have just taken a little bit extra time that is that's within the realm of possibility but i'm sure that's gonna do fine because that's uh, already the best-selling game of the year yeah so. and that game is really good looking that's the best-selling game of the year after like two days yeah wow yeah it, it's call of People duty it's love gonna call sell of duty. oh yeah it's it is it makes it it prints money well the only it seems the like only a good reason one it those. didn't win last year was because Red Dead 2 came out and Rockstar is like the company that prints money more than Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did really that's really hard to compete with. Like it is. Can you imagine yeah. being like a movie and you're like, oh, we don't want to open on the same weekend as so and so. Yeah. And then you're making a game and you're like, well, we don't want to open in the same year as fucking the Grand Theft Auto guys. Yeah. You know, honestly. Because you're just you sucks all the oxygen out of the air. Well, whenever like the the reason that this past like early part of the year was or am i thinking that right yeah no the reason that like a lot of games got pushed to that spring was because like this past spring was because of red dead like red dead was like hey we're gonna launch in october and they're like cool we're getting the fuck out of here okay, bye yeah exactly uh and, and obviously that's me just kind of fucking spitballing but like it, a lot of games kind of got pushed to that spring window I, and it felt like very much like we're gonna get the fuck away from red dead but i <laughs> right. mean it's like all right they got the holiday season right, we're out pack right, it up everybody right yeah uh so i feel con- conflicted about that headline because i find myself conflicted so uh, the, about the leak right the data mine leak uh i think here in my old age of 28 i see stuff like jason schreier posting like hey first i i just found this like hot new thing like uh you know right before e3 it'd be like hey you're about to hear these six like new brand new announcements get ready and i see that and I, i'm like man there are a lot of people 
who worked for a long time who like wanted to have the one shot to be like surprise motherfuckers like right. check this thing out we did and and you took that away and uh you know i don't think jason Schreier is like a villain he he almost always is the person who breaks n- news like that so he's the guy i pull out of the hat or the name i pull out of that um you know i i don't need to stop him from doing what he's doing but when i see that stuff it, my heart kind of breaks a little bit because i'm like oh man somebody would have been really excited yeah to be able to enjoy that moment that the whole world found out about the new battle royale or, or something like that I, I or think, some some I big detail with, about i think it. with the call of duty thing it's a little different um because i think literally everybody who like pretty much just buys call of duty every year like you kind of go in assuming that a lot of the people playing modern warfare right now played black ops Four last year. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like considering that that was, that mode was kind of a big part of what made black ops Four successful. They would be kind of stupid to not do it. And I, I think that anybody looking at that, it, it, it didn't really feel like a, Whoa, this is fucking wild. This was more of a, Oh, well, yeah, of course they're going to do that. Yeah. And so I'm not on some crusade where I'm just sure. like, people shouldn't do that. I think there I, are I stuff just, like that for sure. Like uh, Evo this past year uh, where there was a big Street Fighter like trailer leak that was accidentally put up by Steam. And like that. Oh, yeah. That like. Or all the time that like I, Walmart oh, has. Uh, fucking Walmart Canada. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like uh, that really, really impacted kind of the morale of the Street Fighter team. Like people were really bummed out by that because the stuff in it was so cool and like meant a whole lot to the community and they put so much love into it and steam just accidentally put the trailer up a day early. Right. Especially at Evo. The whole thing is the people who are physically there. Right. will see it before the rest of the world. So like the fastest right. anyone else is going to see it is on a stream. If somebody's recording it mm-hmm. on their phone in the arena. Right. And it's fucking it, cool. It's like a and personal like it's, it's thing. It's part of like that experience. And like, I do totally agree with you for that. Yeah. So, yeah. So my way to combat that is I just didn't click the link. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I'm not even out there like telling people they shouldn't or something. I think leaks something like can that. be fine. Like some stuff like I, I, I think that. And I, I feel like Jason Schreier in particular does a really good job of kind of like walking that line of and he's like people have like talked to him multiple times where he's just like, I know exactly like what a bunch of studios are working on, but I'm not going to fucking tell you because that ruins what these people have been like. It ruins the moment that these like, this is getting built to, you know, right. And I think that's like, that's how you do it. Like the stuff that he has leaked out has been like, Hey, like Diablo four has been in development for a while. Like, uh, like, uh, he leaked some information about like canceled games that we'll like never see. And like basically things about how the industry as a whole runs. And I think that is, in my opinion, like as far as a leak goes way more interesting than especially the stuff that comes out like pre E3, like, it, that's stuff that I don't really care about because also I'm just give me another week and I'm going to see it, you know? Right. Yeah. There's so much to unpack there anyway. Right. I'll, I'll have w- thought I watched everything from E3 only to find out there were like 10 more trailers. Totally. I didn't even. I tried know. to watch, uh, quote, every conference this year and I missed, I think, three of them <laughs> and I didn't even realize it. There's right. It's, it's cool. I love that. But yeah. And there's a big difference between, uh, like Jason Shire reporting that stuff and what I imagine to be, uh, a, one of those um conspiracy boards sure where everything's t- the, tied the together charlie with yarn. day yes. bullshit <laughs> that's yeah. what i always think of just the charlie <laughs> day uh i imagine that he's got one of those where he has all of this secret information that he can never talk to people we well actually there could be stuff on there that he could literally never talk he could be like oh i'll ruin someone's life if i sure reveal something I mean, like you know but but I, I imagine he's got this board 
and then he gets the green light. Basically, the embargo lifts on one tiny pin of information. And so he's able to be like, okay, how do I, how do I navigate this? Because I know 10 things around it that I cannot talk about. So I have to figure out how to like very specifically leak this without saying the wrong thing. Because with that, you know, with, with great power, you know, I feel like he could so easily just like phrase something a certain way. Like if you had, if I had all these secrets rolling around my head, I feel like my pro if I ever spilled the beans about something, it would totally be by accident oh, by yeah. some offhanded thing, because I would refer to something as if it's common knowledge. Same, same here. And I, I completely like, understand that? that. Like I, I'm, I like to think I am good at keeping secrets, but at the same time, like every time that I know something that other people don't, it's just like <laughs> burning a hole. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. And uh, I just have to be like, ha Yep. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can totally understand that, and it 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 does get weird. And like, obviously, like it's not just like Jason that knows these. There's like a ton of like very hardworking journalists out there that like are privy to a lot of information. And it's but I think that's also why it's like if those leaks are going to come out, Jason Schreier's the guy I'm actually going to listen to. Sure, because there are a bunch of sites that when I see anybody share those URLs, they're like what people who aren't me would call reputable sites mm-hmm. who you know they read them it's not like fake it's not necessarily clickbait kind of but the the point is they'll come out with stuff that's just unsubstantiated i shared that thing uh several weeks ago about actually kotaku right yeah there was uh, like some uh i mean i'll it say was it. Misinformation. it was like it was, it was it was some like bullshit like blowing like a big a couple of quotes out of proportion back whenever like all the dead spin shit went down and, and stating it were, as fact and yeah and they were like just be really like hey these person said this and like this person said this and i'm like well you, it, it's a hard fucking time like yeah they're literally fighting with their ownership like yeah, that's so not parent, easy parent group came in a bunch of feathers were ruffled and then this site that i shared even though i'm like a dummy i didn't recognize the url but i was like somebody else who I trusted. This is where I get in trouble. When I see someone I trust share something and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, which is like the worst way to, mm-hmm. um, that's exactly how fake news spreads. Like oh, actual entirely, fake news. Entirely. Because I didn't yeah. fact check it. I went in and I read it and it looked, it, it looked like it checked out and somebody I trusted shared it. And so I shared it and I'm sure somebody would have seen that and been like, oh, this is fact. Yeah. I saw you posted that and I hopped in there. I'm like, hey, take this down. <laughs> like get, this Shut is it down. like you're, Thomas, I love you, but what the fuck? Like, yeah. what's going on? And, then, and I was like, well, even though I messed up, I'll, you know, edit this to be like, hey, guys, like, I'm going to leave this thread up to see what we've been talking about, but don't click the link. And you're like, mm, don't even give them the clicks. Don't, like, don't do that. Just, just yeah. don't do that. So I was like, yeah, that's a much better idea. There were a lot of people online who, like, work at Kotaku that were just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, and there were still people just being like, oh, well, you have to say that. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure if they lost their job, they would talk about it because they're journalists. Yeah, right. You know, they're not in the business of like, right. Oh, well, got to, you know, contrary to what a lot of people believe, journalists are not out to fucking lie to you. <laughs> Turns out, right. you know, it's not that fucking hard. All right. I'm just going to get mad now. <laughs> well, dadgummit. Um, yeah. Hey, you know, uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak this in real okay, quick. Go for this it. This is this is a totally sideways change okay, of pace. Great, but I gotta sneak it in. Okay, before I unleash the hounds here okay. on uh, Sword and Shield. I am I am the hounds. Uh, you are the hounds. I watched my friend play probably two hours of um, 
Star Wars, Jedi, colon, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called it Fallen Republic. Uh, I mean, there are lots well, of Republic games. That's you know. true. That's true. Um, that game looks good. It's cool. It looks really good. Uh, well, I got I got two sides. Both were unexpected for me. Um, first, I'm much more interested in actually owning that game than I than I thought. Is Thomas going to buy a new video game? No, okay, no, no, okay, no. Okay, I was I was going to uh, say I no, was no, say. dude. Outer Worlds and Control hold a tight God, first you, and you second need to play place. Control. It's so good. Um, yeah, Control is going to be the first one I get. Uh, no, I, I I'm still not actually going to buy it, but <laughs> I didn't think. I guess I didn't pay that close attention to what that game is. And they did a really bad job at marketing it. Well, I also intentionally... Well, yes, I agree with that. Yes. And I kind of intentionally avoided pretty much any coverage. Sure, understand I knew I wasn't going to buy it. So I knew I was going to figure it out. I wasn't interested in keeping up with it because I was like, I'll just see... It's like Death Stranding. It's like, I'll just wait until it's out in the wild. Like, I'm not interested... That's fair. ...in the whole run, the rigmarole of... In teasers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not interested, but that's another story. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I watched a bunch of that game, and um, it it was cool. It's when when my buddy booted it up, he thought it was going to be a little faster and slashier, where you just walk in and boom, 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 uh, like nope. some Star Wars yeah. games are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not this game. Yes, this game uh, has accurately been described as a Dark Souls Metroidvania. Uh, mix up so I, I don't know if i would even call it a dark souls i well, think I it would is because i think it's are... more i i think it's more similar like combat and like the flow of combat to like god of war like the new god of war like i i i wouldn't necessarily i i i think saying it's a souls game like or at least part souls implies like a bunch of things about it that it's not and that game is like way faster and honestly like less deliberate in a way from what I can tell. Well, so here's here's what I would say is there are a lot of moments where you walk into an area that is big with multiple areas you can go. Yeah. Uh, you walk in and you can go left, right, up, down and straight. And all of them will take you somewhere where maybe you find something hidden. Maybe you find some enemy, maybe whatever. And. You know, you go, you turn a corner and you're like, oh, this is a new enemy. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and then it gives you a little journal thing. It's just like, hey, these attack in groups, uh, you know, to to stun and overwhelm their prey. And so it's like, oh, OK, so when they charge at me, I just need to dodge that and they die in one hit. OK, cool. And so you, you find enemies and it'll kind of teach you that. You know, we found uh, like a, I would describe a mini boss that really messed us up. Uh, was it a frog? It was a big frog. OK, everybody's online talking about the big frog. OK, so what's funny, this this was truly the moment that it made me think of Dark Souls in Dark Souls 1, which is the only one I've played, right at the beginning, there is a spot where they put you up high. You're in the tutorial. So this is like still the first level where you learn how, you right after this spot, you learn how to wall run. So they're teaching you how to do this stuff, right? Well, in Dark Souls, you're way up on this perch and there's a huge enemy that's like, how could I possibly hurt this thing? Right. Oh, well, you just jump off of the ledge and then you hit square and you mash down into it, right? So you land on it with the lightsaber. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I was like, man, this is this is Dark Souls. Like they <laughs> like that was clearly taken from mm-hmm. like that's an iconic thing that Dark Souls does. Put you at the front, show you that you can land on on creatures jumping off a ledge. Uh but there's a bunch of stuff like that. The idea is like when you die, you have to not kill but hit the enemy who killed you. Hmm, interesting. So the big frog killed us many times. So we had to at least get our first attack off yeah. without it killing us to yeah. get our uh, experience back. 
Um, so technically, you can grind in that game. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But it doesn't... I get the impression from online, from the internet, that grinding is not uh, the way to really play that game. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, so Friend wanted the game to be a little faster and hack and slashier, right? Well, you can spec into either survival um acrobatics basically and force powers so magic tank sure dexterity right. and right. that's an oversimplification that that's not a dark souls comparison but yeah uh there, there's that and you can really choose like the the upgrades it gives you i i we only saw the very beginning of them because i don't think it lets you look at the ones you can't unlock mm-hmm. uh but it felt good it felt like the chain of like how you can customize your character's movement and all this stuff it seemed really cool. It seemed robust, and it seemed like there was a lot. There were a ton of abilities and items and costumes that you could unlock. It seems like the lightsaber customization is going to be huge. Um, yeah, I've seen a whole lot of people post like really fucking cool clips on Twitter, and it's just they have a different lightsaber every time, and I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So like, it's nice. It feels like it feels like you actually have some control over this character. Yeah, he has a name, so it's not like a custom sure. creation. Yeah. But I like that. So he feels like your character. Um and, and traversing those environments generally feels pretty good. Uh I saw a good wall run in there. Shout out to Respawn. I love them. Yeah, I was I was telling my buddy, I was like, Oh yeah, so you da 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 Titanfall. He's like, Oh yeah, the, you th- you think they got the wall running from there? I was like, Did they Are, get are you the- kidding me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh anyway, sorry, buddy, if you're listening to this right now. Um <laughs> No, so uh, it looked very cool. So that's the that's the first half of what I didn't expect. The other mm. half is that it is rough around the edges, dude. Yeah. Glitches galore. At the end of the very first level, so the first level, a lot of it takes place in a very, very windy place. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the level, you're, uh, you're indoors. I'll just say you're indoors. Okay. You're very clearly undeniably indoors and the cutscene starts and it's facing it like somebody else like an npc and they're talking you're like oh cool and then it turns over to you and your body and like your clothes and lightsaber are still like (laughs) as if you're still out in the wind and your guy's just walking around nonchalant and his his clothes are just going nuts yeah i've heard from a lot of people that that game could have probably done well with a few more months yeah. Like the core of it is very, very good. It just needed like maybe a few more months of like just some like hardcore, just polish work. There's one time I rolled into the, so we, we swapped off the controller mm-hmm. a few times. I rolled into the giant frog and it tried to turn in a weird direction and it ended up just like glitching like 10 feet in the air and then falling down. Great. 
like completely rigid. Excellent. And I was like, oh, video games. Hey. <laughs> uh, so that stuff was funny. The frog also killed itself after, like, we tried so hard to beat it. And we did, and we were like, heck yeah. And then the next time I was just nearby, and it just fell off the cliff and died. Great. And we're like, okay, that <laughs> oh, was a little less satisfying, right. but uh, is entertaining. So yeah. I will say, uh, wow, rough around the edges. Definitely, there's a lot more there that I yeah. That they, I, I believe they've thoroughly communicated enjoy. out that they're going to do a big uh, performance upgrade patch, which you would kind of expect at this point. So yeah, Good my enough. my favorite That's part cool. I think is the exploration. So uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I so. I'm excited. Uh, I'll probably well, knowing how I actually play games, I'll probably pick that up in about two years. Uh, yeah, I was going to say two to five years. Um, you'll probably pick it up when the next generation of consoles comes around, <laughs> not the PlayStation 5. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. That all sounds great. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break and we will come back and then I will just go off for about an hour. Heck yeah. Cool. Hello, this is Ray from the Heroes Podcast Network, and I am here to tell you about Screen Heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch. Or subscribe to Screen Heroes Podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. What's up? We're back. It's Pokemon time, Thomas. Let's do it. All right. Pokemon Sword and Shield came out Friday. Guess what I've done literally since Thursday night at 11 p.m. Central Time until basically now not sleeping played pokemon sword and shield <laughs> really just shield because i'm not gonna buy both of them because they're basically the same game oh, i know people who both of them casual so. i fucking apparently Man. um this game's really good it's really good um i think to start off i will say if you like pokemon play it like and that's it uh <laughs> that's that's the, that's the podcast everyone all right um, it's it's just really good um there's a lot of like really cool nice quality of life changes around everything the framing of everything is really cool um like for example uh you have like your typical like get your eight gym badges go fight the elite four fight the champion and everything so this time everything is framed so it takes place in the galar region which basically is just the uk it's it's they are like not shy about how everything is very much inspired by the United Kingdom. Do, do most enemies say "Hello, Governor"? So there are a couple that do actually. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> there's there is like this screenshot going around of this police officer that battles you, and he's just like "Hello, hello," and like just like <laughs> fucking comes out of nowhere, you know, like the cops. Uh, and it, it it was very funny, but um, yeah, so. It's framed to where you there's this thing called the gym challenge where it's basically you can go through and you have a chance of like fighting all of the gym leaders, collecting all the badges and then taking on the champion who is currently undefeated. Like he's oh. never lost a match, uh, both exhibition or like actually like quote ranked or whatever. Uh, so th that's kind of like the neat framing. So it very much feels like you're instead of just like having to go get these eight badges and it's just kind of something that always happens. It's like this big 
fanfare, like almost like a soccer season because it is like very much inspired by Britain. And in fact, like all of the gyms are fucking stadiums. Um, so you'll go in and you like complete like a gym mission. So each gym feels very different because you're doing something different to like get up to the gym leader. Uh, once you get to the gym leader, uh, so you, you probably understand that I'm a big fan of spectacle. Indeed. I really like it when things are just very like theatrical, but done very well. And like the gym leader battles in this game, at least from what I've seen so far, are probably like the best Pokemon has like looked in terms of just pure spectacle. It's treated mm-hmm. like you are in a fucking soccer stadium or I'm sorry, football stadium or pitch or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, and like the Pokemon battle between you and the gym leader is treated as this like big championship event. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you're doing the fight and everything sounds really cool. The gym leader fucking battle music slaps fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It's like this cool, like Eurobeat trance, like this, not trance, like this Eurobeat dance, like something you would hear in a nightclub music, like something you would hear just like bumping out of the speakers at an actual sporting event to like get people fucking amped. And it works. I've heard, um, I've seen multiple people today. It's so be good, like, Thomas. Oh, dude, the gym, I got that gym music stuck in my it's head. It's so good. And the coolest thing about it uh, is that everything feels very like this, like natural progression of something like if you're watching like this really cool, very kind of close sporting event. Mm-hmm. So um, say, for example, I'm just going to go with the first gym leader uh, who is Milo. He's the grass type. Uh, he starts the battle, like, does this cool intro and everything. Everything looks great because it's on the Switch for the first time. What intro? What, uh, is it, is it like in Borderlands where they're like, hey, it's this guy. Kind dude. of, actually. Uh, it, it's very much like you walk out, you both walk out into the stadium, the crowd's around you just, like, screaming, getting ready for the match. Uh, and then he's just, like, he introduces himself to you, and then you just, like, kind of get on with the battle, and he, like, says something, and then it, like, pans up. And it like he pulls out like the Pokeball that he's going to throw from the match. And then his like name flashes up in the corner of the screen. And then the music just starts right then and there. And it's just like fucking going. Nice. Uh, so then you both like do the Pokemon battle thing. Once you knock out the first Pokemon of his, the music changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it gets like a little bit more like it opens up like uh, tonally, like the chords change a little bit. It feels less kind of like just basic rhythmic stuff but it's got like this like cool melody line and everything but not not unlike in celeste where as you progress right the layers of the song move around and change a little bit it's very it's very dynamic in that way and it like really fucking caps off whenever the last pokemon of the gym leader comes out because the music like keeps that cool like awesome fucking uh having trouble thinking of words right now it has that cool uh vibe to it but uh the third Pokemon is typically where a Dynamax happens, which is the Dynamax, which if you've probably seen from the trailer, is a big Pokemon. You essentially... What, what was it called? Super Evolution? Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution. In the one. So that, uh, that one, basically, that lasted for the entire duration of the battle. This one is three turns and you're out, which I kind of like a whole lot more from a balance perspective because mm-hmm. it's something you have to commit to and it like changes your moves too. And your moves When you say you're out, events. you're like, wait, you're... Pokemon Fangs? You can only Dynamax once per battle. Okay. Uh, and the Dynamax lasts for three turns. That's it. And then when the three turns are up, you just go back to normal? You just go back to normal. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 
basically at like that third stage, you're uh, the opponent, like the gym leader throws out their poke their Pokemon and then Dynamaxes it. Uh, and then you can Dynamax yours. You may have already whatever, but it's like very fucking huge and towering in this cool way that feels like you're watching like these giant fucking like a kaiju battle. Exactly. It feels very much like a kaiju battle. And like some Pokemon will actually like change form a little bit uh, depending on like if they can do like a quote Gigantamax or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. Say, what? Gigantamax. It's basically like a special <laughs> form change and allows them to get access to like this secret super move. But only like certain Pokemon can do it. So not every Pokemon can Dynamax, but everyone can become big. Okay. Yeah, that's that's basically all it is. Um, Yeah. And so like once that happens, the music like keeps that cool like atmosphere and this really energetic vibe to it. But also there's a second melody added on topping of added on top of it, which you've been to a soccer game, right? Mm-hmm. It's literally crowd chanting and like singing as a big like group. Like it's so that's fucking cool. cool. It is so Man, fucking that's awesome. cool. The gym battles, you know, I haven't played a Pokemon game since, you know, gold and silver. Yeah. Technically I played fiery red, uh, but it's been like a long time. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't really play them anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everybody remembers the gym battle music yeah. is like, it pumps you up totally you know, so it you're describing just like primo it's fucking awesome like that it is really 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 cool it never like i am i have i think i'm on my way to the seventh gym right now and i never like i played that game with headphones in because i mean pokemon music is just very good just kind of on its own mm-hmm. but man it just that shit gets me going like i was on my plane on my flight home last night just fucking like yeah let's fucking go it's like 11 45 at night the, the sound on a switch is really good it's pretty good with headphones in, with that's one yeah. they could the yeah, speakers yeah. are fine but yeah, yeah i agree man uh it really gets it going like oh i'll 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 have to play you like the full version with like the crowd noise and everything in it after we get done recording. All right, it's like four or well, five minutes. You'll but. you'll play that while I play my uh, Apex clip. Great, Great. perfect. Um, um, so there's there's some other things that I really really like about it. Um, hey, I just want to say, yeah, I'm really glad you like this game. Ah, uh, me too. I kind of knew I was going to. Um, all of the. All right, we're going to get into this now. All of the negative bullshit that's been like coming out there's around it, yeah, was just oh my god. So. <laughs> The funniest thing to me, which I'll use this to sort of tie it to the actual game itself, is the fact that, like, the Team Rocket of this game is called Team Yell, and they are literally a toxic fan base. (laughs) Isn't that fucking incredible? They are a fan base that is, like, cheering for this one girl so hard that they ruin everyone else's lives. And the only way to get them to go away is to publicly embarrass the shit out of them. Dude, <laughs> it's fucking great. Team Yell? Team Yell. Oh, man. Um, and, like, also, their theme, fucking banger. It's just, like, this fucking punk rock, like, just thrashy, kind of like a guitar. Like, it's just heavy guitars with a little bit of synth, and it's fucking good. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, like, they are, they just, like, follow this one other challenger around, and she's, like, super nice and cool and, like, has this, like, like her character is very interesting and she's just like, Hey, these guys follow me around. I'm really fucking sorry guys. And like, you just beat the shit out of their Pokemon and then they leave because they're so embarrassed and it is so fucking satisfying, man. They couldn't have written it better. Honestly, they really couldn't have. Um, I like, 
obviously they had this stuff planned way in advance, but I mean, I would, I mean, maybe I'd be tempted to be like, you know what? Fuck these guys. All right. Yeah. We're going to write these to make ourselves feel better because boy, howdy were people on the internet being pieces of shit about Pokemon. Man, dude, people. Okay. So we had, we had like a storm. This is me completely pulling stuff out of the air yes. here. Um, I'm just a guy. I'm no journalist. Uh, we had like a storm of people having opinions on death stranding before it was even playable by the public. Mm hmm. Uh, people had opinions on it, whether it was good or bad before it even came out and reviewers even played it. And, uh, I feel like that got the internet riled up in a way, um, that I found very unappealing so, where people were just taking sides, but that happened. Mm -hmm. And then immediately right behind it is sword and shield. So the Pokemon stuff has been going like the negative, like toxic, aggressively bad fan base stuff. I mean, has been there forever, but, yeah. uh, it, like it, it literally started pretty much right after E3 uh, where yep. they announced, hey, we're not going to have every single Pokemon in this game. We are cutting them for balance reasons, which is totally fair. Like, honestly, from having like spent a whole lot of time with the game, it's really kind of nice to run into new Pokemon and like give them the like extra design space and let let other, being let like other oh. strategies like with your teams be much more like successful. What gen is this? This is generation eight. So if they had everybody to be like, cool, I recognize We're seven probably, eighths. Of I haven't seen the so like here. the full Pokedex leaked out um, like right before the game launched. I have intentionally avoided it. I am like for the most part discovering this game as it goes. That's pretty sweet. Um, and it's been an absolute blast. I am having so much fun with this game uh, there. They added this thing called I, I'm just kind of like all over the fucking place because i'm hey, really at tired least, at least it's not me this time right right <laughs> um they added this area called the wild area which is for lack of a better term like this kind of neat open world just exploration area is um, it like uh, a, a big box like the safari zone used to be or is it kind almost of. like a procedural thing it's it is like very rigid and it's like this portion of the map that is called the wild area so it you it's not like huge and massive but it is pretty large and you'll just see like pokemon wandering around like you wouldn't let's go but also you can go into the grass and sort of have random encounters which i think works out well is there an option in this game uh to change how often you uh find random encounters or pokemon no. in the world or anything so they just kind of pop up like they will be pretty much only focused around grass areas or if you're in the water or if you are in like a cave they'll just pop up Mm -hmm. um but it's similar to like let's go to where you will see the you pokemon in the overworld mm -hmm. but also like if you're in the grass you'll see like a little exclamation point and like a little tuft of grass moving that's typically from my experience like more of a rarer encounter mm -hmm. um but i think it works really well it's like kind of a nice blend of both um obviously uh the traditional like battling style and catching pokemon style is back so like all of that is there uh yeah, the there's a lot of cool customization stuff in it. You can you not only get the opportunity to like not like fully customize your like league issued card, which is pretty much like it's really kind of like your trading card for this like league challenge. It's like that and also sort of like a an ID badge for like your entrance or something. Um, but you can like customize like your pose. You can customize your trainer yeah, completely by like buying a bunch of like different clothing and like uh going through and like there's like barber shops where you can like go through that there's salons like you can get your makeup done if you want you can change your hairstyle and all of that i've seen a bunch of people make jokes basically saying 
if you bought Pokemon only to battle Pokemon and not like discover your fashion career. Fucking right. Man, <laughs> like honestly, almost all of the outfits in that game and like all of the clothing looks pretty good. Like yeah. it's it's really nice. I didn't expect it to have such a robust I kind of didn't either because the last ones didn't. Uh, yeah. And it, it was cool that they focused a little bit more on that. Like I was really into it. Um, funny, I remember the days of uh, Gold and Silver where it was like, hey, do you want to give your Pokemon a haircut? And I'm like, um sure i guess okay. yeah oh there's no visible difference totally. you know well, uh, all it did was like raise their made them happy. level yeah yeah so it is it, it like from that to these days of just like hey do whatever you want like shiny pokemon exist hey also you could kind of be shiny because right. you could dress up to be yeah. unique yeah um so i i also obviously like the biggest appeal of Pokemon for pretty much anybody who plays Pokemon are the new Pokemon. Um, yeah. And I'm going to go through a few of them and I'm going to show them to you. But I recommend if you are interested uh, in listening to the show, you should look some of them up because I love just about every single design that I've seen. Uh, I was talking to my friend Nate earlier about like the new Pokemon designs and how much I really enjoy them. And it's like this pretty even split between ones that are really just genuinely fucking cool and then some that are just so stupid that it works out <laughs> really well they have that some are, funny dumb ones they really do and i really really like a whole lot of them so like you obviously have like your starters and everything uh grookey who's like this little like cute monkey with a stick and score bunny and sobble and all of that stuff i'm gonna go to a few other ones here Let okay me, uh, so just to clear up yes two pokemon two starter pokemon from different generations there's uh score Bunny. Score Bunny. Score yeah. Bunny and he's, Score he's, Chick, right? Or Score Chick? Torchic. Torchic. Yes. Different. Yes. Ah. Very different. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So let's see here. So My, they, also, they also brought back like the Galar forms. So in Sun and Moon, they had different forms of Pokemon that people already knew and loved, which I thought was really cool. Like it, it allowed you to kind of, I don't want to say reuse the Pokemon, but it made it feel much more like this exciting. big living world. Like these Pokemon like showed up here and then just adapted to the climate. So like you have Zigzagoon who is now basically like the next member of kiss. Uh, he's like very black and white and then evolves <laughs> the stars into for eyes. Right. And then evolves into like Linoon. It's like very like oh, that's punk cool. rock. There's a whole lot of punk rock influences in this game and I'm like here for it. Cause I mean, it's British. You that's know? funny. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Do you here. think that's for real on purpose? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like punk is a big part of like British history. Well, for sure. I just didn't want, you know, they could have said they could have made that the setting, but ac like almost accidentally made it punk. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I can totally understand. Um, that. Let you me know, heavily stylized, but uh, a little bit more. Um, well, it, it was two, two generations but. ago. You could go to the basically Paris, right? There's a big Eiffel yeah, that Tower was, looking thing. I think X and Y. I actually that never played right. those, but those were like the first ones in 3D. Um, yeah, watch my brother play some of those. Yeah, it was wild, like honestly going through the wild area and like rotating the camera with the right stick. Oh, that was weird. Like the rest of the game is still pretty much just like that Forward. still relatively on rails. Mm -hmm. But you go in the wild area and it's like just you are just wandering around third person in this like sort of open area. Oh, that's cool. It's it, really, it really cool. makes it feel like bigger you know yeah and like different areas have like different climates and stuff uh you can also That's while fun. we're there do uh raid battles Ooh, so they I added raid those. battles to pokemon called uh i think they're just called max raid battles or something where you will basically find this like beam of light shooting out of this like hole in the ground if you go up to it 
then you can just say, hey, do you want to do this? And it's like rated one through five stars for difficulty. And you essentially just you and three other trainers that can be CPUs if you're just playing by yourself, which is great. Or you can play with your friends online or you can play locally. I I played a whole lot locally this past weekend when I was out in Minnesota. Um, But you all essentially are like put into this instance where you are working with three other trainers to take down this Dynamax Pokemon. And like only like some Pokemon can only be caught by doing the raids, which I think is cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that's like a there's cool like a layer of, there's for, like a layer uh, of strategy to it. Like it's pretty advantageous to have a Pokemon that is like relatively specialized in support moves, which is something that you don't really think about a whole lot. Yeah, uh, only your team as a whole can only Dynamax one Pokemon for the entire raid. So you have to like kind of decide oh. who is going to be doing that and like figure all <laughs> Damn that it, Cam, stuff out. <laughs> right, you right. You dynamaxed early. I was yeah, going to dynamax. Totally, totally. And like, I have run into that issue before, but like, obviously if you're playing with friends, you can plan that stuff out and like, you can take on like a one or two star raid by yourself, but anything higher, it does get more mm-hmm. difficult. Is, is they, uh, does Pokemon still have the, Hey, you can only get this third version if you trade for it. Does it still have that? So there are, uh, there are still Pokemon that are version exclusive. Um, I went with shield because I, I typically also just go with like the warmer colors of the two versions. I just always have, but also like, I just really like Galarian Ponyta, who is a fucking unicorn. Oh yeah. That's rad. Right. Uh, I know the, uh, Galarian Galarian. Yeah. Uh, Vulpix was, was cool. Again. That, uh, Alolan. That was Alolan. Alolan yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah, that is cool that they did that. Some but, of, but even besides the, uh, exclusive to each game, I'm talking like you could only get Gengar if you traded. Right. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that some of those Pokemon are still around. Like, I caught a Machop, and the only way to evolve a Machoke into a Machamp is to trade him. It's to trade him. Yeah, and that's that's okay. just, like, yeah, how that Pokemon because works. I had, I had wondered if uh, they used those raid encounters, which would technically be multiplayer, even if it was CPU. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if they would uh, use those as a substitute uh, for trading, but if they still have... They still have that in there. That's just how that Pokemon has always evolved. Right. Yeah. Do they still do that with new Pokemon? Um, or is that like a legacy thing? I think a few of them, yeah. Yeah, I think there have been some in the past that like require you to trade them in order to do that. Um, but there's also like some that also like you have to hold an item and trade them. Like there's there's very much mm-hmm. still very like an element of that in there. That's cool. Uh, so one of my favorite Pokemon that I've found so far that uh, I love dearly is uh, Sizzlipede. Um, he's a bug fire type. He's just a... Little centipede, oh, little cool. fire centipede. He evolves into Centiscorch, who is <laughs> they love fucking Scorch. cool. That's cool. Yeah, he's got like a fucking fire, like quad mustache sticking out. He's like a giant standing up like centipede. He's oh, he's fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, I'm not used to seeing bug Pokemon and being like, oh heck yeah. Right, right. Uh, there's Roly <laughs> Coley who's used like to seeing fire and bug Pokemon. Right, so like, right. There's like Roly Coley who is like a rock type. He's sort of like Roly Coley. Roly <laughs> Because it's a lot of coal in the region. And you'll see that as we get to, like, the further evolutions. Uh, so he's I, I I liken him to, like, the Geodude of this generation. Checks he's, out. like, a three-stage rock what type. A, what a good name, Geodude. Well, wait till you see his evolution. Carcoal, literally a cart with coal on it. <laughs> and it's fucking good. It's good, Thomas. Let me, oh, can I hold that? Yes. <laughs> Tell me that's not incredible. Oh, no. I went somewhere. Oh. Uh, you win. What is this Pokemon? Uh, that I is, have made a mistake. That is Boldor. He was introduced in Generation Five. Oh, yeah. Man. So he's so been around. You said for we're a in eight. Yeah. Um. Okay. He's good. <laughs> he's real good. He, he looks like if you uh, turned the Akupa 
if you kind of took a Koopa, flipped it upside down or flipped its shell on the bottom and then made it all edgy. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so then, then we have him evolving into Colossal, which is oh, basically another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His third stage, which I think is great. I have him in my party right now, but uh, that, I also just really like fire types. I have too many fire types in my party uh, what is right he, now. Fire and rock. Fire and rock. Yeah. Um, I, I just like that. They're like leaning into that kind of like industrial Cole revolution asset uh, aspect of it i like that i uh, wonder if they came up with colossal first and they were like all right what are his i wouldn't first be surprised two forms? yeah but they they like them puns uh the galarian meowth is a little weird um he's a steel type that is weird um but he doesn't evolve into persian he evolves into perserker which is a viking pokemon i don't know if i'm okay with this yeah, it's a little fucked up uh um, that makes me feel weird yeah no i'm kind of with you there uh let me there's one in particular I want to get to that I really love. Uh, it's a fire and dragon. It's called Charizard. Uh, he's fire and flying. Oh, sir. I did know that. Sir. I did know that. Dragon wasn't even around in first gen. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, yes, the it only was. Dragon type it move. Was Dragonite. The only dragon type and... move was Dragon Rage, which just always does forty hit, uh, forty damage. Hmm. Um, come on, where are you? Where are you? We're we're getting there. Do you have any other questions about Pokemon I can answer while I'm getting here? Uh, let's see. Sword and Shield. Uh, do, what are the legendary Pokemon like? Uh, so I haven't got there yet, but they are named uh, Zacian and Zamazenta. Okay. Uh, and it's literally just a dog with a like a cool legendary dog with a shield it's, and a, one and that just Sid has a from sword. Dark Souls. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a sword in his mouth. Yes. So uh, Toxel, this little like baby looking dude, he's just like whatever, you know, whatever. But he evolves into Toxtricity. Toxtricity. Which is a good name. I like that. And he's very much like he's literally inspired by punk rock. Like his ability uh actually <laughs> like he's he's poison and electric, which is a cool type. In the colors, he's this uh, this cool like electric blue and and dark purple. Right, yeah, right. That's cool. So yeah, and you can like see the motions in there and everything. Yeah, like uh is his, he strumming he his is chest? strumming his chest. Oh my gosh. Uh, because he is like he's literally like a punk rock Pokemon. Like his ability gives him bonuses uh like for damage output for moves that are sound based. Mm -hmm. Which isn't even a typing, but there's there's it just checks in the game for that. But he's also poison and electric type, which is a cool typing. I feel okay, so the Pokemon <sighs> bios I've been talking for like five minutes. <laughs> hey, I I'm down for it. Um the the Pokemon bios over the years have gotten pretty insane, right? Yeah. Like uh, the Mag Magma Slug Slugmar, I don't know. He's a he's a lava slug uh, from Slugma. Jin. Yeah, Slugma. yeah, Slugma. Okay. Yeah, you were close. Uh, he his bios like it, it basically says uh, his back is really hot. It's like the temperature of a thousand suns, and it's like. Are you see because it seriously says his back is almost as hot as the sun, and it's like yeah. okay, let's back this up a second. I don't know if <laughs> that seems too hot. Yeah, that, that uh, checks out. I saw one from I what I assumed to be a new Pokemon that said whatever this Pokemon is can uh, read uh, can read emotions from up to 30 miles away. If it senses hostility, it will go on the attack. It's like 30 miles. Man, you could that thing couldn't live near anything. Yeah, like honestly, like a lot of the, for lack of a better term, power creep in Pokemon is a little ridiculous. The power uh, creep? Like just the idea of like everything's just fucking super fucking powerful. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. like things that are like beforehand aren't that like. But there's also some like really fun and cool Pokedex entries. Like Mimikyu is like, in my opinion, one of the more interesting Mimikyu. Pokemon. Man. Uh, because Mimikyu is 
You shut your fucking no, mouth. Actually, we respect Mimic you in this house. I, what I want is uh, I, I want you to make a new podcast where you just make up one Pokemon yeah. and come up with an entire backstory. Basically, you'd come up with an episode of Pokemon the TV show that would feature that new Pokemon you just came up with and some bio that is so turned up to 11. But it's canon. It's canon now. So let me... So before I get... So Mimikyu. Uh, Mimikyu literally has that like fake Pikachu costume because uh, it is a ghost type. But if anybody sees its true form, it just... They die like immediately. Oh. And so... Heck. It, wa- it was lonely and wanted to make friends and saw that so many people loved Pikachu that it created this costume so it could go out and make friends and like be with people that's literally it it's so cool uh lampant another pokemon which is the pre-evolution of chandelure my favorite pokemon Mm, chandelure Uh, his uh his uh fucking like sword and shield pokedex entries are dark as hell uh, for instance, oh, yeah. so like this Pokemon appears just before someone passes away. So it's feared as an emissary of death or uh, it lurks in cities pretending to be a lamp. Once it finds someone whose death it's near, it will trail quietly after them. Pretty spooky, man. Pokemon. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I'm having a fucking blast. I like I'm honestly, really I really you're enjoying it. I wanted to play it all day today. I want to play it right now. I need to take my switch out of my lap. Otherwise, I will just play it during this show. Uh, I don't think I say this without hyperbole. I don't think I've ever been so excited to simultaneously play so many games mm-hmm. as I am right now. Yeah. Right now, I would be very happy to play Hearthstone, Battlegrounds, Stardew, Celeste, God of War, and Apex. All Every single one of those, I could pay, play any of those right now and just be super amped about it. And that's like five or six games. I could put Splunky on that list again, even though I've put so much... I'm so excited about it. there's just like I'm excited for this holiday break. Yeah. Because honestly. Dude, there's just a lot. And all the stuff I'm playing is old. There's a lot of new stuff that we've talked about all the time. Quarter one twenty twenty is gonna hit us like a fucking freight train, Man. dude. Like I mm, oh, well, I'm glad I've got mm. all this stuff because I am not in a position to spend much money this Black Friday. So No, I, I can understand uh, that. I'm gonna buy a car like maybe this week. I don't know. So Oh yeah, <laughs> NBD. Well, yeah, right. You know, I oh, God, I'm gonna be so fucking poor. Uh, but you'll be glad you had it. My, oh, my friend, honestly, uh, yeah. uh, uh, my cross up guy, my numero uno, he, he, his car shit the bed and he had to get a new car and he's like, man, I'm bummed that I have to do all this stuff. I hate adulting, but I'm like, dude, yeah. you're going to really be happy when yep. it's snowing out and you're like, oh, I just know yes. my car's going to work. Yep. Absolutely. Um, what is, oh, <laughs> you know, I, w- okay. Uh, Rick and Morty's back on, mm-hmm. on TV right now. And, uh, I, I didn't watch the episode this week yet, but. Uh, we're Lizzie and I were going and watching some old episodes, so we watched the episode where uh, Rick has a car battery that he he powers by creating like a microverse in it, right? So he creates a universe and gives those people electricity, and then he generates. They send some of his electricity to the battery, so the battery powers this car. It's this ridiculous premise or whatever, but I keep thinking of that like uh, Pokemon, where it's just like, what if? You know, I feel like they're they're going to have like a, mo- a motor Pokemon or like an engine Pokemon where it'll straight up be like, oh, yeah, this this Pokemon just runs all the cars or like this. This Pokemon is a train conductor. So, that's an electric type. So tell uh, me there's a train conductor com- Pokemon. Uh, I don't know. There uh, might be. Well, you know, but here's the thing. Be. Here is the thing. There is this Pokemon that was I, it was a legendary Pokemon at some point. I think it still technically is. But who fucking knows anymore? 
uh, called Rotom or Rotom or however you want to pronounce it. Uh, Rotom's literally just a power source now. Like you oh, really? have like y- your Pokedex in this game and like your town map and everything is literally just on your Rotom phone. Really? Yeah, it's literally like it just powers absolutely everything. Your bike is a Rotom bike. Oh yeah, like it, it's exactly so what you're is the talking name of the about. Pokemon? Yeah, R O T O M. Exactly is, what like, I'm talking. There's about. like five or six forms of Rotom that are like television, fridge, like washer is it and like dryer. Like an Eevee kind of thing, sort of. It's like more form based. Yeah, yeah. So like you have to do like different things to like transform it into a different form, stuff like that. Sort of like a cast form would in like Gen Four, Three, or wherever it came out at. I'm probably just you're staring at me blankly. Uh, so <laughs> oh, wait, so how is that not like Eevee, though? Because like it's not an, it's not an evolution because it's still Rotom and it can like go between the different forms. OK, just like Ditto is still Ditto when it turns into right. something else. Pretty similar to that. It's not even a move. It's just like something that happens passively that changes it. Or and like uh, unknown can be a bunch of different shapes. Is it something yes. like that? Yeah. It's like you're yeah, still the same absolutely. Pokemon. You just look yeah, different. That's that's much more on the nose. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. cool. Well, that's funny that that exact Pokemon yes, exists. Were, yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right, well... They, they've just kind of, like, leaned into Rotom as, like, <laughs> this fucking, like, it just powers everything. Dude, I'm like, all right, now I, I feel like if we did make a podcast that was us coming with Pokemon, if, if, if you put me and someone else who's not played in, like, 10, 15 years, and we came up with 20 of the most ridiculous Pokemon, I bet... 15 of them are already yeah, you guys could just spitball <laughs> them and i'll just Pokemon. be like that one's real that one's real that one's real <laughs> that one is perfect except you messed up the spelling yeah like yeah. You, oh you wow got you the like name right. fucking nailed that and then you like draw it and it's the same thing and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> all right let's uh, go ahead and wrap this one up here all right uh, that's going to do it for the show this week. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Uh, if you like what you heard, please consider kicking us a buck or five at patreon.com at hero, uh, slash heroes podcast. Excuse me. That'll help the show and network grow to do even cooler stuff. If you can't contribute financially, that's perfectly fine. Just share the show with a friend or rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you have any questions or ideas for future topics for us to cover, hit us up on Twitter at Gamer Heroes Pod and your submissions could make the show. You can find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man, and Thomas is at TeganNotSarah1. If you're in the Kansas City area or even just passing through, be sure to check out at GG underscore Kansas underscore City on Twitter or GGKC on Facebook. Uh, we've got links to different gaming events and communities in the area that would absolutely love to have you be a part of them. Oh, hey, uh, next Strictly Casual, next meetup in Kansas City yes. is December 18th. Is it 18th? 18th. It's Hell a Wednesday. Yeah. So Hell yeah. Be there. Video if you're games. in Kansas City, come hang out. Tapcade, right? Yep. Yeah. We'll have rock band and stuff and video games. My Discord just went off and the mic probably picked it up, but whatever. Uh, Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and a better tomorrow. 